Hey everyone, welcome to a bonus episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Usually, you can get my show on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. On Tuesday and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Saturday, whenever I can get to it. But I'm sitting down and recording this on a Sunday morning. Now, why am I doing that? Well, because I got an interview with Ashley Ringrose from SMG Studios. They are here to talk about a super secret game. If SMG Studios sounds familiar, it's because they made fantastic games like Death Squared and Super One More Jump. And, uh, you know, I've, I've played both of those games and they're really, really awesome. So I'm excited to play their brand new game, which has been a secret up until now. The game comes out tomorrow. And if you want to know more about it, then I suggest you listen to this interview. Ashley was really fun to talk to. It was a great conversation. And I'm excited to play this super secret game from SMG Studios. Uh, but before we get to the interview, I'm going to take a moment to thank our sponsors, and then a- Ashley and myself will be back right after this. Hello, Luke. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, listen. All right, everybody. I am here with Ashley Rigrose, and they have a secret to share. Uh, this is a, a secret that uh, SMG uh, Studios... Uh, they tweeted about this a little while back. I mean, it, how how long ago did you say that you were you were thinking about talking about this game? Uh, I think it was back in middle of April. Yeah, I think that's that, when we uh, just submitted the the game, or I think it had just got approved uh, from Nintendo to to go live. I mean, to yeah, get approved through Lot Check. So I was like, okay, I can I can now tease about it. Yeah, and it was quite a tease. So it was they sent out a tweet that was like, "Hey, content creators, if you wanna if you wanna know about a secret game, please send us send us a message." So I did, and and then I, I actually forgot all about it. And then I got a, a, a DM from from Ashley here that that was like, "All right, here's your codes." And I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And uh, uh, obviously, it was still a secret. But then the <laughs> the the store was still down. Or, or not the store wasn't down, but I wasn't able to log into the store to or put the codes in until today to find out what exactly the game is. So I, I bet people are wondering what exactly is the game. Why don't you tell everybody what is the secret game that uh, that your that your the SMG Studios is unveiling uh, today? Yeah, I feel like I've hyped it up too much, but it's uh, it's actually <laughs> OTT TV. Or uh, over the top tower defense, which was actually the first game that our studio released uh, back in 2014, and uh, so we're kind of launching it again on on the Nintendo Switch. 
um, after the success we've had with Super One will uh, Super One will jump and Death Squared. Um, yeah, so that, that's our game. And, and in my in my wisdom, I thought, oh, okay, well, we'll uh, we'll tweet about it being a mystery game. I'll give out some codes. Uh, people can play the game before it's released. But what I didn't realize was the game codes don't work until the eShop page goes live. And I had only planned the eShop page to go live like the day before release or the day of release because obviously that would spoil the surprise. So <laughs> the codes that I had, and I've had them for like two weeks now, um, have been like uh, useless. I've been you know, un- unable to be redeemed. So, And I'm still hitting this now where the Australian codes are live, codes I've given yourself in the US aren't live yet. So there's just this weird transition time, period time on the eShop. So, but yeah, the game's over the top tower defense or OTT TD. And uh, yeah, happy to uh, talk about that. And I hope uh, the you know, Nintendo players and fans can enjoy our first game and kind of see where we've come from. So why don't you give us the rundown? What exactly is OTTDD? Yeah, so it's a tower defense game with uh, RTS elements. So you control up to you control three heroes. Um, you move them around the the map. There's also some RPG elements in there as well. So each of your heroes can be and there's seven different heroes. You can they're all seven different classes. You can level them up. You can. Um, uh, they all have unique skill trees. They all have unique weapons, armor, um, and up to two different special abilities. So basically uh, certain levels, you know, work better with different loadouts, with different heroes. And so the idea is that you augment the levels by, which is a normal tower defense game, by placing towers, by having these heroes that you can control. And it just makes it a lot more active than just setting up your, your towers and just, you know, uh, hitting fast forward. Uh, and those heroes, yeah, can be highly customized. You can, you know, and you, we want you to kind of spread your use of them around. So, you know, there'll be certain types of heroes that will work well against uh, certain enemies in, in certain levels. So, yeah, it's a real, there's a real RPG element to it. We, you know, kind of got really in-depth there with like 40 different weapons and uh, I think it was like 40 or 50 different uh, abilities and different things to get. So, yeah, it's quite a... Um, quite an in-depth game and you know pat the designer he's very much uh that's kind of that was his foot the first game we made and that was the one we went you know kind of went overboard in terms of the detail and stuff in in the game design so uh, you said that you have seven different classes that you can choose from i'm looking at them now we've got the engineer the bombardier the saboteur assault scientist rocketeer and recon and then from those seven you make a team of three yeah, so you can pick. Um, you 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 get you start with um, just one, and then you get up to three, and then yeah, you can pick uh, three for each level. So there might be people that really uh, like rocketeer because you can fly around the map, um, or people just want to go all heavy with the bombardiers. And so yeah, the the strategic choice you make of what heroes you take into the battle will affect um, you know how you play the level as well. So do the different hero classes. Do they have different towers that you put into the game or is it the same towers and then you kind of um, shore up your weaknesses yeah, like with the game. heroes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, the towers are all the same and there's uh, it's like 15 types of towers in, in the end because you can kind of specialize them. Yeah. And your, your heroes are essentially mobile towers and they kind of, yeah, well, um, uh, like I said, shore up your, your weaknesses in the towers and you can kind of, you know, you augment your battles with them. 
Um, you can't win with just towers and, you know, you might be able to get through some levels with just towers and you can't get through, um, you know, just using your heroes. It's kind of a combination of the two. Um, and the levels, you know, that, that was one thing Pat spent a lot of time on was like crafting the levels. Um, the original game's difficulty, which um, we're calling now Nightmare on the Switch, is actually because the game was actually quite hard. And we've got an easy and a medium mode as well. Um, but the levels are really well balanced and, you know, kind of meant to be a bit of a challenge than just a, a breeze through. Um, and then, yeah, the level in also been uh, ramped up for as your heroes ramp up and, you know, gain XP. So if you just specialize in just three heroes and just level those up and leave the other four unleveled up, you're going to be in a lot of trouble in the later levels. So let's talk a little bit about the skill trees, because one of my favorite things about games that have RPG elements is the the fact that there's a lot of player choice and the way that I can play the game would be completely different from the way that would maybe you would play the game. So maybe I would pick the Bombardier yep. and you would pick the Bombardier as well. Uh, like what kind of things can we do differently or Okay, so can we actually yeah. pick yeah. Uh, very, very different skill sets, or is it more like we will slowly unlock the tech tree over time, and at the end we would both have the same build? I think if you if you played the levels over and over again, and you basically maxed out every every hero, you would end up with um, you know everyone being maxed out and um, you know almost overpowered. But the way the levels are crafted it and way the XP is distributed as you play, you, you kind of have to make choices as to which kind of um, uh, abilities you, you level up. Um, so, you know, we're, we're not expecting you. And this, this was a big decision. You know, we don't want you to buy all the weapons. We don't want you to buy all the armor. We want you to make those decisions. So you might pick weapons and abilities that, you know, add fire damage or, um, you know, speed up the speedy heroes or increase the, uh, the range of them. And we want you at the end to, you know, we, the pat was really important on, we want you to make those decisions versus just having everyone be, you know, completely maxed out. And because you have seven different heroes and you're bringing them in at different times over different levels, you know, not every hero is going to get um, all the XP. So he might have one hero that you're always maining on that's always in there and leveling up quite strongly. And then you'll bring in your other ones at certain times. So yeah, you'll, de you'll definitely have different decisions and there's some, um, you know, there's there's some more. Um, uh, we've got like passive abilities and active abilities. So passive ones are kind of like you know health regen or move faster. So they're always on, and they're kind of the passive ones. Then you have active abilities which you can um, uh, enable, and then you put those to hotkeys. So as you're playing, you might be able to um, you know uh, one of them. Uh, I think it's the engineer will um, heal towers and heal other heroes. You can choose to be more of a healer. So going around healing your towers, which will save you money, which you can then spend on more towers, or you can just be really offensive, um, offensive, not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, just be like, I want to level up, you know, I can, I can call in like an air raid and drop some bombs and I can level that one up to the max. So, you know, you're basically just calling it in to kind of really um, do some damage. So yeah, you, you sh yes, I think the, the short answer is yes, you, you should have different, um, we should have different experiences because we built different ways. So like when I was, when I was playing and you know, I was always leveling up my, um, my rocketeer and I'm just dropping and my bombardier cause I'd be dropping bombs. And I just, I just basically, um, I basically lean on those heavily just to drop a lot of stuff, um, you know, and do more damage and don't worry about 
um, you know, healing any towers and stuff. It's just all about, you know, offensive. That's cool. Uh, so you have, you're talking about active abilities and it says here yep. that you have 30 plus active abilities. How many can you, how many do you end up having active at the same time? Oh, so you can only choose uh, two. So you basically your character will have, you have one weapon that you can have active, uh, one armor type. And so you might have armor that you know, protects you from different um, uh, damage types. So fire, electricity, um, and then you can pick two uh, active abilities that you can kind of activate on call. So I'd say, you know, you might, each character might have about five or six of them. Um, you know, so it's like 30 across all seven. And then you can choose to. So again, it's a it's a strategic choice as to how you um, do your loadout, and you may change your loadout depending on the level. So you might do a level where there's a lot of armored um, enemies, and then you realize, okay, well, I can't if I take in my fire gun, it's not going to work. So the armor one's better to have the uh, electricity gun. So yeah, um, it, but as as of what you can have active, it's it's just the two. Okay, so uh, you know I, I'm playing as the bombardier. He has seven abilities to choose from. I pick two of those. You're playing as the bombardier. You pick a different two. That's awesome. I really like, I, I love that when everybody who plays gets a different experience. Uh, you you yeah. also talked a little bit about how the characters gain XP. Uh, are all of your team on the battlefield at the same time? Or do you play as one and then hit a button to switch over to, like from, we'll say, the recon over to the rocketeer or something. Yeah, they're they're all um, in the battlefield, and then you basically um, you treat them like a mobile tower. So you can click on them, you move them into position, and you can see their kind of um, their range. And so you know, like the recon unit's got like the longest range. You'll have like a sniper rifle, um, and then when enemies come into within their range, they start attacking. So there's a lot of times where you could have all heroes kind of split up and have them at different uh, parts of the map. Um, or you can have them all together, kind of protecting your base. Um, and so, yeah, you basically just um, hot swap between them to kind of, you know, um, either, you know, activate their active abilities. So, like, you know, like heal or drop an air raid uh, bomb. Or, you know, you're basically just moving them around going like, okay, now we're being attacked from the south. So grab all three of my heroes and put them down to the south. So there's a, there's a lot of RTS elements to it. And that was a big um, uh, difference than the kind of more, uh, traditional tower defense game. So this one has the set spots where you can put towers and then your heroes kind of can move around freely around the map. And so you might have, um, uh, there's, there's sometimes when you have your hero there and they're actually being attacked by a ranged enemy and the, the hero doesn't have like the kind of range that the enemy does and they're just getting picked off. So, um, you know, you want to go in and help your, your hero, uh, you know, move, move them out of the way and heal them or, just move them out, you know, move, oh, you got other ones like the recon, you can just put them right in the middle of the map and they can basically shoot anyone from anywhere on the map. So yeah, it's, it's a real, um, like that's the RTS element to it. And can you see the, like in many RTSs, you can't see the whole map. So you have to have, uh, like this map awareness that I've got my, my recon guy over here, um, yep. off screen. Is there something to yeah. say, hey, pay attention, dummy, uh, your recon guy's getting hit, so then you can... Can you pause the game yeah. and, like, move things yeah. around? Uh, no, you can pause, You can pause, but you won't be able to move around, but your um, your heroes are kind of, like, on screen, and you can see they're taking damage, same as your as your um, base. 
And uh, so you can see that it's, you know, kind of flashing and taking damage there. And it's kind of that, keep that um, awareness. Some of the maps are quite small. You can fit, you know, probably 90% of the map on the screen. And then other, other maps are, you know, they're quite large. So you're kind of, you know, panning around. But yeah, you definitely have to keep an eye on the heroes. When, when we originally launched the game, we had uh, what we were calling temper death, which was if, if your hero died, he would, um, they'd be dead for like half an hour. Um, we, we didn't like the idea of permadeath, which is kind of like, um, what was that, uh, cannon fodder game where, you know, you'd level up your hero and then they'd die because that would be too, too drastic. So we thought, oh, temper death, at least half an hour would be enough to make you go like, oh, my hero died, that's really annoying. Um, I don't want that to happen again. But we got, we got a lot of backlash on that, so we kind of got rid of it. So if your hero dies now, you can restart the level and you know your hero is back together. But I, I still really like Temper Death from a – at least there's some kind of um, sting to having your hero die. Is the – uh, sorry, is the Temper Death in, in Nightmare Mode or is that completely gone now? Well, it's, it's completely gone. I think, um, <laughs> I think I was the only one that really liked it from a <laughs> – a, uh, a game design uh, point of view, just because you know it made you you know value the life of those heroes. Um, but yeah, we we kind because of, I, I we took it out because I think it was just too too harsh. So what kind of uh, like most tower defense games are just like okay, we're going to send a bunch of waves at you. Do you have uh, things like boss fights to uh, change yeah. things up? Yeah, we got some uh, some really uh, kind of. I guess we'd say silly bosses. So there's actually two, there's two worlds. There's like steam crust, uh, which is steampunk and crustaceans. And then there's nightmare. <laughs> um, and so on steam crust, we have like giant war tortoises. So it's like a uh, massive tortoise. Yeah. Tortoise with a, you know, gun on the back. Um, and some, Oh, that's the other thing is the enemies um, can actually attack you as well. And they can attack your towers. So your towers can take damage and maybe, you know, taken offline. Um, we have a giant kraken, which is like this um, comes out in a few levels where it, you know, it comes out of the water and attacks you. Uh, we have a giant uh, flying shark, as as you do. And at the time we launched, we were the only game with a giant flying shark. Um, and then Battlefield Four had it as an Easter egg. So you know now we're just uh, and we've got a psionic fish tank. So it's a a tank with a little fish bowl, and the the fish is like controlling the tank. So there's a lot of puns. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of, um, you know, really uh, silly characters. We've got, you know, a shanktopus, which is a, an octopus or a squid <laughs> on a motorcycle holding guns. Uh, sorry, holding knives because it shanks you. Um, so, yeah, we, we kind of just went to town on the kind of character designs. And then in the nightmare level, we have like a, a zombie teddy bears. We have uh, cultists that would go invisible. Um, what else have we got in there? Oh, then we've got the zombie flying shark. Um, cause you know, it's easy to, um, you know, every, everyone loves the flying shark. We have to reuse it again. Um, what else have we got? We've got, um, our giant, like, um, giant floating skulls and, um, spider skulls and a whole bunch of, and we've got, you know, pillow, um, you know, when you're a kid and you put a pillowcase over you and you go, Oh, I'm a ghost. We've got those floating ghost pillows, pillowcases. <laughs> yeah, we, we basically, everyone's happy with this, you know, this game. It sounds if, like if you guys got really creative with the characters in the game. Did you are are they voiced? Uh, they're not. They're not voiced. Um, the 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 heroes are voiced. Um, and Mick, um, who's been our kind of serial uh, collaborator, he he did the voices for Death Squared, um, both Iris and Dave. He did all the voices for all the um, heroes. 
Um, and he really, uh, we've actually got like an animated uh, video that he animated and worked with a bunch of other animators. And he did all the voices to kind of introduce the characters. Um, but yeah, so just the uh, just the heroes are voiced. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the shark doesn't say anything or anything like that. The shark doesn't say anything. If if ever there was yeah. a, a sad thing to say is that the shark doesn't say anything. I'm looking at um, your uh, Shanktopus right now, and it looks amazing. Uh, octopus yeah. riding a motorcycle the, with uh, every tentacle has a shotgun or a knife in it. That's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Ilya, who um, did all the art, he's he's uh, now I think he's now living in Finland. Um, is is kind of one of those like you know crazy uh, artists where you just kind of say you know give us some cra- give us some interesting ideas and then you go back and go, okay maybe let's tone it down a little bit or you know he he definitely went to town on this one where we kind of had, uh, free reign to do whatever kind of characters we wanted. Now, as you play through the game, there is a story mode, or is it just you know straight up? Here's some waves of enemies and some boss fights to to fight, or is there an overarching story? The 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 only kind of overarching story is kind of between levels, um, it, and it's pretty subtle. It's more about um, you know corporate the corporatization. <laughs> it, it Maybe may, it's still quite relevant as much as it was in 2014, but the um, corporatization of the military and you know taking over. You know, we're basically preempt, preemptively saving the earth um, by going into different um, uh, alternative realities and and killing everything. So it's kind of, um, you know, when the world's at peace and there's no one to fight, then we go find people to fight. And that's kind of like the overarching um, theme of that. And we have uh, uh, JV who wrote the kind of story bits and pieces. So there's quite a lot of funny dialogue, like even the guns, the weapons, the abilities all have like a, a funny line or two to them. And, um, you know, it's the same writer again, JV, who wrote uh, Death Squared as well. So kind of like a, a funny progression um, of the level descriptions and when you finish a level as well. So, and it's all kind of got that corporate speak, um, you know, almost like the, um, uh, the free, you know, like, like right now it's like the Uber of, you know, military and stuff like that. So there's a lot of that kind of humor in there. That's awesome. But no, no, not, not as, um, not as story driven as I'd say their squared was for us, but there's still a lot of, um, you know, corporate snark and um, humor within each level to kind of, you know, progress. So the game is a single player game, uh, comes out on the sixth. How much is, uh, how much does it cost? It'll be uh seven ninety nine us. And then I think it's like, you know, five ninety nine euro and I will, yeah, something like that. So it's all, it's all based off the seven ninety nine USD single player, um, no micro transactions, no macro transactions. There's no, nothing else. Um, no cosmetics to buy either. Uh, you know, it's just, and there's, we've got multiple slaves, slave, multiple save spots, um, as you play. So yeah, it's, it's kind of, a, you know, uh, it, you know, if you liked, if you like tower defense games or you like RTSs or you like anything with RPG elements, you know, you'll kind of get a kick out of this. So it seems like, uh, this is a game that has a ridiculous amount of content for anybody that spends the money on it. Is there, yep. there's always going to be people who blow through it in no time at all because those, there's, yep. those people just exist. Is there any plans for more levels down the road or are you guys moving on to something else? 
we we have uh the, there is like endless um mode there so you can kind of play for how long you can survive for um but this was kind of like us bringing the old game back to uh you know a new platform um if this does well then that will you know pat it's always been like oh i'd love to add more levels but right now we're kind of head down on um moving out and no way home which we're doing for apple arcade and moving out for um you know the platforms that we'll announce on that soon so i think um if, if we have success on this resurgence then definitely but i think right now it's we just wanted to bring back our you know our first album so to speak and have people um you know play it again well ashley i really appreciate you coming on the show especially because uh, you're all the way over there in australia and working out the time zones <laughs> was uh, a, a little crazy but i really appreciate you coming on the show uh, where can people no, find out more information about Over the Top Tower Defense? Yeah, you can check us out at uh, smgstudio.com. I think we've got the website ottttd.td, um, <laughs> which was a, you know, which was a random. I, th- I can't remember. I think it's Chad. I think the country that has .td is Chad. Um, I don't know the the, the the bottom of the barrel when they went to get the. Um, the matching domain name to their country, so their TD. Um, but yeah, so you can check check that out. Um, and, and yeah, we're on Twitter. Twitter is probably our main uh, profile where we post up a lot of random stuff. We'll be posting up um, uh, a video hopefully tomorrow, which is um, going to have some uh, uh, some hidden codes in it, and we'll be tweeting out some um, some really obscure and nerd riddles that will be hiding codes behind them. So if you want to get some um, you know free eShop codes. Um, you know, I'm basically just trolling people with um, really obscure nerd references um, as a way to kind of make uh, claiming the codes that little bit harder to kind of give a chance. That's awesome. So are the, the codes are for this game or for your other games? Yeah, well, the codes are for this game. Yeah. And we've That's... got a, uh, I've got a, basically, I'll, I'll let you know, like we've got a 25 minute ASMR video um, coming out. The game so over the top, we wanted to have a video called Not Over the Top. And it's um, a 25-minute video of how to relax and um, calm your mind before you play the game. And within that video, we've hidden 20 codes. Oh, my God. For the, for the game. And, uh, yeah, some of those are, again, quite obscure. Some of them are quite easy to find. Um, but, yeah, we've hidden those in there. So that's um, hopefully that will be released tomorrow. Once the game's live, we'll, we'll put that out there. Um, it was going to be on the eShop, but um, it got rejected for the eShop. So now it's just going to go up on YouTube or Twitter. The the ASMR video got rejected. You yeah, said, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think the, the main the main reason was because um, the codes can only be redeemed once. That oh, if those codes are on yeah. and, and people might be sad that they didn't get the codes, and I was like, oh, I really wanted to make it an event or a reason to go to the eShop, but um, I kind of outsmarted myself with the um, adding the codes to it. So next time, I'll 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 make some other crazy video that will go on to the um, to the eShop. But well, for now. If 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 anybody listening finds the idea of the URL ottttd.td hilarious, or the the idea of this uh, hidden codes in an ASMR video that's twenty five minutes long, if you guys think that's funny, then I'm guessing the same humor is going to be applied to over the top tower defense, and it sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on the show, Ashley. Cool. Thank you. 